Welcome to the latest edition of One Morning Going Home and Going to Bed. I'm Justin Barger here with Josh Jones recording this installment on Tuesday, November the 2nd. And the drinks were your idea. And apparently there's a story to go with it. Well, there, I, I personally, I was like, are we drinking 101? Well, I'll drink 101, which we've already done this year, I believe. Uh, we have. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa. I went through quite a few iterations of this. Whoa, I don't know what that means. What'd you say? It a who's? Iterations. It's better, it's better than the first sip. How <laughs> hey, you spell that? Iterations. <laughs> Don't you worry. I-T-rations. Wow. Uh, so, <laughs> I could put that in my gas tank and drive so, down the road. So the recipe called for gin, lemon juice. It's a, cow, it's a cowboy Tom Cowboy, Collins. cowboy Tom Collins. Because we're playing Oklahoma State. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> so I told you I'll get the stuff on the way home. Tash has an emergency board meeting, so they're doing that. So I'm over here, and I can't find the pitcher that I normally mix my drinks in because I have Bloody Mary mix in the refrigerator. <laughs> so I'm like, well, can't use that. So I'm looking all over, looking over. I finally find these craft things that, that we had for a party. So I was like, oh, I'll, I'll use two of those. So I start pouring. I put four parts gin, three parts of lemon juice in each, and then sugar. I'm like, well, man, I could fit that in a one. So I start... Pouring into the other, it's not enough. No. There's like a whole cup left. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> so now I'm mixing, just pouring. I just pour it's like a science back. experiment. <laughs> yeah, I just pour it back and forth to mix the, the, the because there's an equal ratio. So I'm like, oh, I got to <laughs> taste it. So I tasted it. And I obviously did not put enough sugar in it. Yeah. Because I was a combination, and I'm not a big fan of gin. I'm not either. It was all gin and lemon juice, and I look, I look like a Halloween mask. Yeah. I mean, my face... He's buggered up. And Ted was wondering, poor me. I was like, oh, God. It burns. <laughs> this is so bad. Damn. So I literally, so I took one of the grams and I just started dumping sugar. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, like, you got enough sugar in there? Yeah. I was like, it needs more. Yeah. There's not and there's still not enough sugar. No, it's, it's still it's, uh, it's still quite bitter. It's, I haven't had gin in a long I time. I think I'm going to gain a pound per cup. I put some of the sugar in here. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I haven't oh. had it in a while. It'll probably be a while before I have it again. We might, yeah. We might throw some water in there and some clubs or something. But yeah, that, that is that's a whole different. I got my heart's just gonna catch on fire Ooh. from heartburn. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's uh, yeah. Not not drinking these again. That's potent. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll, when's the next time we play well, home state? We won't have to worry about scurvy. No, no, no. good. There will be no scurvy yeah, between us. It killed anything that was, any kind of bacteria we had going on. That shit, that shit probably killed COVID. Fuck. Damn. Woo! Mm. All right, so that's what we're drinking this evening, or that's what we're... Uh, <laughs> That's what we're battling through this evening. This will make it through the break, and then we'll be, there'll be an addition to this yeah, for the we'll, second half yeah, of the show. Yeah, it's called Bud Light. <laughs> I told Tasha, she she can't have sweet stuff because she breaks out in highs. And I was like, you don't. So I had the little extra cup. I was like, I just looked at the fridge. I was like, I was like, you can try that if you want to, but I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't recommend it. I would, not, uh, I would not do that if I was you. Woo! All right. So we'll get into. Uh, Get into Halloween in a minute. I went to the Woodrow game Friday night, and man, it was seven to three at halftime. Ethan scored all ten points, by the way. Oh wow! Booth and I went. There was more Oak Hill people there than there was Woodrow people there. Really? I couldn't believe it. I'm a little shocked by that too. Couldn't believe it. Of course, it was raining, and we went to Calcinos. Me, Tom, and Thomas went to Calcinos before, and we pre-gamed a little bit, and then uh, then got over there, and I mean they were right there. It was neck and neck. And then Oak Hill was going to kick another field goal in the first half. They had a false start. They ended up having to punt. Anyway, Woodrow gets the first half kickoff, goes down and scores. Then they, Oak Hill punted, and the guy from Woodrow ran the sidelines, and the Oak Hill guys didn't use the sidelines as an extra defender, let him get through. Anyway, ran the punt back. Oak Hill scores 21-10. Fourth quarter is 10 minutes to go. Starts raining. Tom and I are leaving. And I hear Woodrow scores. It was 28-10 uh-huh. with 10 minutes to go. So we left. From the time we left Woodrow Wilson Flying Eagle Stadium, uh-huh. So the time we got to Elliott's, well, we stopped at Exxon to get to <laughs> Double Deuces. I'm sure there was a stop in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> we had to stop. Uh, we pulled in, and Rick Brown texted me. He was like, ouch. I was like, yeah, I know, 28 to 10. When I walked in, he's like, oh, no, 49 to 10. Oh. They scored 21 points in 10. Oh. Quarter, 28 points in the fourth quarter. Courtney told me, oh. Oak Hill put their JV guys in, and Woodrow left their starters in. Here. Really? 
And the Woodrow announcer, mm-hmm. and I know he was doing it on purpose. Uh-huh. He beat Woodrow. Get a, he get a first down. He goes, "That's another flying eagle first down." <laughs> and then he'd be like, "End of the first quarter, Woodrow seven, Oak Hill three. <laughs> and he would never announce the players for Oak Hill. Well, Offense apparently they start they started to at the beginning, and then Naylor. Uh, uh, Tim Naylor went up there because they kept calling Ethan's name wrong. Ethan Thomas. They were calling Ethan Thomas. And he said, his, that kid's name is Bargo Thomas, it's not Thomas. So, that's a, so he just stopped calling people's names. That's why. Well, yeah. Well, not only so he just stopped calling everybody's names. Not only did he stop calling their names, he didn't even call numbers. <laughs> it was like uh, Woodrow was on the field by themselves. <laughs> like, Oki would be on defense and Woodrow would have a seven-yard run. And Ethan would tackle the guy and he'd be like, here's a seven-yard run by number 24, Matt Johnson. And that was it. And when Oki had the ball... The quarterback yeah, like, throws the ball, like, tackle the ball. He was like, and then there's a, a third and four tackle by number twenty six Woodrow. <laughs> Wouldn't even acknowledge the play. <laughs> he was totally trolling him. Yeah, even mom was mad, and I knew it was bad. Yeah, mom we, was your mad. mom is mad. It's oh, not shit. good. So that was yeah. ugly. And then, uh, of course, I'm sure you you got a Halloween story, but I only had yeah, I had twenty two trick or treaters. That was all I had. Yeah, we didn't have much either. to the point where, like. I, I kind of knew it because it was like already after six. We hadn't got anybody yet. So I was just giving away handfuls. Like a good. kid coming out, I was like, whoo! Yeah. <laughs> just take as much of this candy yeah. as you can possibly take. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want any of it. I'm listening to the game. Had the door open. So because Tash, Tash took uh, Evelyn up around the neighborhood and, and Isaac went with friends. And so he was talking. He was, so I was there by myself. So I went to, I'd hear the door ring and I'd be like, I hear the door ring knocking. I was like, oh! And I was running. I was like, trying to watch the post game here. I'm trying to watch the next game. I'll get what game was on and listen to the post game. Yeah, I had the post game on too. And I was at that point in time, I was feeling pretty good. Mm. And I was passing out candy. I was, I was, I was harkening back to when my last Halloween grandma was alive. And I used to love going over to Aunt Fanny's because she'd always dress up as a witch. Uh huh. Sometimes she was sitting the porch. And that last couple of times, Long was over there, and I remember she was there, and she had her costume on, and Jaina was like three. And we went over there, and Aunt Fanny had a bag, special bag for Jaina uh-huh. and Garrett. And she had her, her that big spaghetti pot or whatever. She had all of her candy. Oh, yeah. In. And uh, we were standing there talking. Jaina had her bag. And that pot, other pots over here, Jaina was sleeping beauty. She reaches over. Jaina starts grabbing candy out of the pot. <laughs> Aunt Fanny said, look look at this one here. Jaina was stealing candy. And I remember when Grandma left. Grandma, we, I was over at Grandma's last year. She was passing out candy. And everybody that came to the door. Are you kids from Menden? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Are you from Menden? One lady was like, no, we're not from Menden. We live right down the road. I was thinking about that as I was passing out candy. Man. I was like, uh, I'll ask these kids if they're from Menden. You should. You start yeah. asking if they're from Menden. But that was, you, I, did you see my dad and uh, uh, Lily with Dangerous? Because they always give up candy at uh, at uh, Jenny's house. They went as uh, Jake from State Farm and Flo. <laughs> progressive. <laughs> Nice. Oh, that's fantastic. That's good. <laughs> that's fantastic. All right, so let's see. Housekeeping stuff. We had the basketball scrimmage. Yep. Yeah, yeah I watched it. I watched that on my phone at Bridgeburg. I did too. I watched it on my phone at Woodrow Wilson High School. And it was raining. I'm over here, I'm like, damn. And they're like, what are y'all what are you doing? I was like, I'm watching the Mountaineer game. <laughs> Apparently it was better than the football game. Well, I wasn't going to go to the football game, but Courtney... Swore double uh, swore that Ethan was playing quarterback. Uh, He's been uh, practicing all week at quarterback. He's playing quarterback. I said, Courtney, it's supposed to rain, and there's a scrimmage tonight. Are you sure he's playing? Because uh, it was the first game he'd ever started playing quarterback. Uh, he didn't get until the fourth quarter. <laughs> but well, anyway, she, was, she was right. He played quarterback. He did play quarterback. She said he was starting at quarterback. <laughs> I mean, there's not a whole lot to take out. I mean, Sherman was on fire. He had 29 points in 22 minutes. Yeah. Uh, and he came off hot, too. Yeah. He came out. Him and Bridges ready to get good. Bridges looked good too. Yeah. Bridges didn't play a whole lot either. Uh-uh. Uh, the first half, I mean, we 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 played pretty well. I think they had, I think they had about eleven or twelve turnovers in the first. The Akron did. Yeah. They ended up with twenty for the game, and you could tell we kind of. Of course, I say let off the gas. We ended up getting up by thirty for a while, and then we started rotating players in. So I don't think the final score was indicative of no. how close that game wasn't. But uh, a couple takeaways I had, I, I I thought considering he was supposed to not be back for two more months. Cottrell looked like he was moving pretty well. Yeah, he did. I don't think he's going to be a – he's not going to be an inside player. Yeah, it's going to be a completely different set. It's almost – he's a way more talented than Kevin Pitsnoggle. Maybe not yeah. as good a shooter, yeah. but physically talented. Yeah. He's more talented, but he's not going to be a banger. No, he's not going to be there. No. 
Yeah. We're going to need, and I, I thought Kerrigan, I, I think he's going to be able to help us defensively and, and rebounding. Him and Gabe will probably have to lean on them hard for yeah, rebounds. absolutely. Well, we're going to get Bridges. I mean, Bridges, last year, uh, Huggins says that he was the best at, you know, reading the ball coming off the rim, so maybe he's going to have to yeah. get in there, yeah. I didn't see a whole lot of Polycamp. I don't know. You know, he he's he may be a project. I don't know. But and then the yeah, other he's guy, only saying with like six different teams. You yeah, think he'd figure it out by now? One guy I was impressed with. I think it's going to be a baller is Kobe Johnson. I didn't realize how big he was. That I mean, you you kind of heard a little about that. Uh, you know, in the preseason, like you know, and some I think it was Taz was one of the three guys for the game. And I, I can't remember if he was talking about him or something, but I think it was like Kobe. Like he just has a mentality that he, he's like Deuce McBride just knows yeah. he's good. He's got that instinct. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's going to be a player. I mean, yeah. he, he already looks like a good defender. Yeah, exactly. He's That's longer. the thing. Like he's, said, he's, he's long. Yeah. He, he reminded me of a bigger Daxter Miles. Yeah, exactly. That's a good comparison. That's exactly like. right, yeah. I was impressed with him. I, yeah, I, his I, thickness was surprising. It was noticeable. For a freshman. It was noticeable. <laughs> I think it's going to be, and again, you can't take anything off one game, but the point guard situation is going to be interesting. It is. I'm not sure exactly how that's going to play. Uh, Malik Curry can't shoot. No. Not at all. No. But maybe he won't have to. He, yeah, well, that's not supposed to be his role. But, you know, at some point in time, he's going to have to make, make some, some shots. outside shots. Yeah. yeah. yeah you know, Kitty Johnson did okay. I mean, you, you really didn't see a whole lot. Seth Wilson, I guess his dad passed away. So he didn't even make He wasn't even there. And then uh, Oka, Okinawa <laughs> didn't play either. Yeah, because he's, he's – Gonna be Richard, yeah, because he got hurt. He got hurt, yeah. so uh, so we won by fifteen. We got up by thirty. So you know, it, it's it's it was uh, a scrimmage. It was a scrimmage. That's the reason why I didn't care about yeah, watching all the time. It was a scrimmage. Yeah. it was a scrimmage. So we got Oakland a week from today. Yeah, I think. Yep, next Tuesday. Open the regular season. So. Yeah, and I saw today coming across the wire, Pitt. One of Pitt's basketball starters, Nike Sabande, is out for the year. No. Oh. So that's a big, uh, big hit. They were already struggling. Yeah. I think they were, they were picked the next bottom. and last yeah. the big ACC. They so. were picked at the bottom. So speaking of Pitt, uh, didn't handle expectations very well, did they? Love it. Shit down their leg against Miami. Love it. That was fantastic. Yeah, exactly. Especially, I mean, all week they hyped up Pickett should be a husband candidate. He probably should. I and mean, he's played pretty well. And, but, well, he'd he thrown like 23 touchdowns in one pick. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he, he deserved the praise he was getting, but, man, their defense is just terrible. Yeah. And what's funny, they, they, they hyped up that Clemson game. It was the biggest game of the year. Clemson sucks. Clemson sucks. And they hyped up that big game. There was a crowd was a sellout. And they had to give away tickets, I'm sure, to fill that thing up. And then you go watch the Miami game, and there's half as many yeah. people there. Pitt going to Pitt. Yeah, exactly. Pitt going to Pitt. And then, of course, the other big news is Patterson's out at TCU. Yeah, I mean, that I, surprised me. Mm-hmm. He's got a statue of himself. Apparently, they asked him. You know, they said they were going to make a change in the off season. But they asked him to stay before around. the season started. No, no, no. They, this week, they were oh. like, they were like, we know it's time. We want you to take a different role in the university. Maybe you know, not coach. And he said, I just believe. I don't <laughs> know. I, I don't know if I agree with that. As much as he built that program up, yeah, I, you know, your tough situation because they have struggled lately. Like we even said, they were under five hundred at home like the last three or four years. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's had. I don't think he's won over seven games since they joined the Big Twelve. So you know, well, I think, that one year they were at fourteen. They almost made the playoffs. Though. Yeah, but they weren't in the Big Twelve yet. Were yeah, they? they joined the Big Twelve in two thousand twelve. That was two thousand fourteen. Okay, maybe you're right. Maybe that's right. They were They should have made the playoffs. But that maybe been. it was since then. Because that was the year they beat Ole Miss. They beat the shit out of Ole Miss in the Sugar Bowl. Right, exactly. That's what they should have gone to the playoffs, and they got robbed. But maybe the last three or four years, I guess. I, don't I, think, know, I don't remember what their record was last year. Not good. Under 500. Yeah. It and just surprised me. It's TCU. I mean, it's not like it's Bama or Ohio State. Yeah. I just, but, you know, Dallas Fort Worth, and that's what they were saying on uh, Sportsline, that, you know, uh, in the last, like, four or five years, we put in $55 million in our in our uh, facilities. They put 35 they? I mean, they've upgraded. And they're right there, Dallas Fort Worth. I heard Worth. it's nice. They, yeah. They were so, talking about that on College Sports Radio today. They were talking about how – that's gonna be yeah. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna have a better they're gonna draw a better coach than Texas Tech is. I tell oh, that yeah, right yeah, now. So I mean, lot, there's a lot of openings, man. Yeah, exactly. There's gonna be a lot of movement. A lot of openings. Yep. So that'll be interesting. So uh, boy, Coach Rod will be back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Richie. So I guess that'll take us to the Iowa State game, and I I mean I'll be honest with you, I I, I thought we would compete. And, and I think, and, and it was evident after the game, listen, Neil Brown talked about how personal they took that ass whooping they took last year. Yeah. They kept the score up in the locker room. And, and it showed. And, I mean, we, we came out and, and 
we got a first down, I think, on the first drive, and then then kind of fizzled out, and then three plays, and Breeze Hall hits that seventy oh, yarder, and I thought, shit, here we go again. Yep. But to their credit, they responded. Seventy-five play, twelve play, seventy-five yard drive, and went right down the field. Yeah, went right down, right the, down field. the field. Deggy was sharp. Yep. Uh, he only threw one bad pass all game. Yeah. I mean, really, all, yeah. if you look at it, he only threw one bad pass all game. And, of course, we had no – O'Loughlin didn't play and Nick Troy Fortune didn't play, and we found out today they're both out for the year. Yeah. Well, Fortune's out maybe the bowl game, but O'Loughlin's out for the year. Mm. Uh, I thought it was interesting, too, and you and I talked a little bit about this. I think it was Gwen that was telling me, his buddy that is connected somehow in the university, was talking about how those their coaches were talking about how Iowa State steals signals. Yeah. And, and, and I noticed it during the game and then re-watching it, we – we huddled up a lot. Yeah, we did. And Deggy was under center a lot. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I and Neil Brown's playing this close to the vest. It, the, everything I'm hearing is that Parker's calling plays. Parker's now. calling plays. Yeah. That, I mean, that's that. Greg Hunter said, I think it was saying his line. He, he didn't quite get a straight answer from him. But Parker, he he is stepped back from the play calling. Yeah. He's letting Parker call plays. Well, it's working. Yeah, exactly. You know, and he's got faith in him. Parker's a good offense coordinator, so he's. I mean, it's yeah, working. And, and you know, you give no brand credit for that. Mm-hmm. That's tough to do when you've done that. I mean, since he's been a, a high major coach when he started at Texas Tech, I mean, he, as an offensive coordinator, he's been calling plays. To step back from that, from with what you're good at, to be, to handle the overall CEO thought, credit to him coaching, for doing that. Coaching is about making adjustments. Exactly. That's and, exactly and, right. That's a big adjustment. Cause that's a big adjustment. It's paid dividends. Yep. But on that touchdown, that touchdown, that was all Lady Brown. I mean, he hit. Oh yeah. Ball. I mean, took those two guys on and just. And he ran angry all day long. Yeah, exactly. That, I think I texted you at the, the. You know, we we went. We got that first down. I think on the very first play. And then we got. And then uh, uh, then we went. We had three plays and out. And then uh, they went down and they scored another third play. And I told you, it was like, man, this is worse than the start at that with the kickoff return because they punched us in the mouth. Mm-hmm. I mean, not. I mean, not figuratively. They literally mm-hmm. came down. They they moved our uh, offensive line in that first series of dominated, and then they uh, and they just moved us out of the way on that long run. Oh, yeah. And then and then we came back and answered, and I and I, Dave said, "How come we don't run the ball when we're up close?" I was like, "Cause we can't." And then we ran the ball twice and scored. Yeah. And you're right. The second it was all the line. But after that, it was all the line. It was the line. I mean, up. after that, it was fact, all the offensive line. Matt Milan was the offensive lineman of the week. Yeah, the kids he had up. eight knockdowns. Yeah, he's he's we we talked about this before the season started. <laughs> we said by the middle part of the season, that's going to be his spot. But, and I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know. I, I don't know what the long term game plan is, but I mean, he he may end up moving to the other side. Maybe. Oh, we'll be surprised. We'll be surprised. Of course, if, if Nico, of course, Nico's left-handed, they may leave him on the That right is side. true. That's a good point. They may leave him over there. To, and I also say, too, that I think it, I think he talked about it last night on Sports Line. Uh, you know, they do internal ratings, too. They, they use PFF grades, but they also do internal ratings. And six of the top ten rated players on offense were offensive linemen and TJ Banks. Yeah. That's that was my other point. Yeah, Banks stepped up. Yeah, he did. I mean, he and did. not only he, he blocked well too. Exactly. I mean, because that's been the big thing with with O'Laughlin is I mean he's really developed as a pass catcher, but he's helped immensely in the running game. And particularly if you look at the two third and short runs, he he pushes this guy all the way across the line, mm-hmm. and that's pretty good. It is. <laughs> so, yeah, but Banks, Iowa State's defensive line was good. Iowa State had statistically the best defense at the Big Ten. Exactly. Play. I mean that's that was no joke. No. That offense we put five hundred yards offense yeah, on. Yeah, four ninety, four ninety something. It's not my question. Was that the most surprising offensive performance of a team you you could ever remember? Probably it's one of. It's, it's got to be, <laughs> especially with what we've seen. All exactly. Year. I mean, uh, and we need to apologize. You know, we uh, we both put this to lose. I put this to get basically manhandled in the fourth quarter, and we did just the opposite. We outscored them fourteen to nothing in the fourth quarter. We did. We By did. the way, we are we we haven't got a prediction right this Oklahoma. Have we not? No. <laughs> well, let's, let's see. We, had, we, we, we lost to Tech. We lost to Baylor. We both picked us to win. And then we so we, we picked us to lose against TCU. So we're three. <laughs> we picked us to lose against. Okay. I was there. We're four. I'll be curious to see how we do this week. <laughs> I might switch my pick. Yeah. <laughs> well, I actually kind of gave it away, didn't and, I? And two quick, two quick things I did notice re-watching the game yesterday. Because I didn't listen to the broadcast because I had Tony on. Wow. Those that announcers. Was, that, that was not the eighteen. No, that was not the eighteen. My girl was like, "Yes!" Oh, every time a play, every time a, a team made a play, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I was like, 
Because she did it both ways. Yeah, exactly. It was like, like, oh my God, Winston right? I love him. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and and then Brandon, Brandon Weed was sounding like Foghorn Leghorn. He was so His description of things were just so bad. He And he was so wrong with so many things. I think he said, we, uh, we blew a lead against Texas Tech. I mean, he, it's like he did And then your but buddy. But not to be outdone, we had, we had a coked up leprechaun <laughs> on the sideline. He was like, hey guys, I'm down here on the sidelines and holy fucking shit, this is crazy. I was like, damn, dude, take a deep breath out of your nose. Shit. Oh, shit, man. He was, man. He like took his microphone, slammed it down. He's like, I love Morgantown. I can't wait to go to fucking Bit Willie's after this. Damn, I'm so glad I missed this during the game. Holy it shit. Was, it was rough, man. Listening to those assholes were just, it was a tough go. It was really a tough go. Man. <laughs> I did want to mention that. And then apparently, I had no idea, but apparently in 2017, Iowa State invented the 335. Did you know that? Yeah, that's what that's what pissed me off. Yeah. He said that, that it was started the, at Iowa State. We did it like 12 years before yeah, that. Yeah, that's a bunch of, uh, anyway. Oh, yeah, uh, that wasn't an A team. No, but like uh, Tony uh, Korean, those guys were saying that helped us was a replace because yeah. they didn't have a lot of cameras. No, so yes. <laughs> there wasn't a lot it was, of views to overturn it. All that made on the field. That was good. That was good. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, we had to had to touch that. We had to bust the coverage on the pass at the end of the first one. Yeah. Uh, I'm still not sure what happened because they really needed to show it from a wide angle to I, I, what I mean, the dive was the one that ended up. Turned around, but I don't know who was playing corner on that yeah. side. And I tell you what, and Chandler and Samito had a dead bead on uh, on Purdy, and just, Purdy just juked him. Yeah. And then it gives, and I can't tell you, we all we watched the game, how many times Purdy got away from a sack. He did. It, it would have been any other. Especially it would have been those last couple drives. We'd have sacked him ten times. Yeah, on those last couple drives, he really beat us. Oh my field. god, it was unbelievable yeah, how really many sacks did. we could have had. Yeah, we yeah. were killing their offensive line. Yeah, we really did. And then, of course, we brought Green in, and it, that was not – I don't think the timing was right. And I, no, I, I think we were prisoners of the – we know – you know, that's the, that was the plan. Sometimes I think Neil Brown could be the prisoner of the plan. The plan was put Neil – put Green in, third series games. That's that's what we've been doing. And maybe it's time to not do it. It might be time to go back to the Maryland example of where you mix him in. Yeah. In well, certain situations. Well, the thing of it is, a lot of times, what we, early in the season, we said we need to bring him in to give us a spark. Yeah. Really didn't need Don't need a spark. Yeah, not when Dane's playing that well. we were throwing the ball well. We, yeah, were, we exactly. were running the ball well. Exactly. I mean, yeah. well, you know, the first drive, we, 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 threw, we, we threw two good passes to start off with, and then a couple runs, and that put us in a, in a bad third down situation. And then, uh, you know, we didn't get the first down. And then the next drive, we, we threw the ball mostly down the field. We, we picked our spots to run, but we mostly threw it. Yeah. So, I, yeah, that was not a time no. to bring in no. the green. Now, in the second half, when we were wearing him out in the fourth quarter, probably been a good time to bring exactly. him in. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that would have been a good time to bring him in. Because yeah. they were – well, I think we, we had nine minutes – we had the ball nine minutes more than they did. Yeah, we were wearing them out. That was the thing, too, that was pissing me off. But we were earning our points. Yeah, exactly. And they just big plays. They big plays. They had, they had four big plays. The two touchdowns, the, the long six, run, the long pass, the pick six, and they had one long run – that, that, that it, set up a that set up first touchdown. touchdown. Yeah, exactly. In the fourth, yeah. third quarter. Yeah, that's the, they only had four big plays on offense. That was it. Yeah, that was it. Uh, well, you sent me a stat. Uh, um, Brees Hall had 107 yards rushing at the time, but if you counted the outside those two carries, if you counted his other ten, he, he was like averaging point two yards a carry. Yeah, he wasn't doing that. <laughs> so, yeah, and of course somebody mentioned that to Brown after the game because I think Brees Hall ended up with 140 some yards, yeah. but I mean he had. He had a 70 yard one. Two carries. Exactly. He had a 71, at least now, he had a 50. Those two carries? Count. Those two count. They uh, hey, Lady Brown's count against Virginia Tech. Lady Brown's count. That's right. That's right. So, yeah. So, they got, and then, of course, the, 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 the one play, and, and I was cussing Wheaton. Now, he more than made up for it. But that one, we uh, were driving, man. That's they, a, <laughs> that, play, that play confused me because my, my TV had buffered. You know, so it goes, it's on ESPN Plus. So, my, my TV buffers. So I somehow I got behind y'all and I didn't realize it for a while. And all of a sudden, like, you sent me a text, Dave sent a text to the group, I was like, fuck Wheat, fuck Wheat. And I was like, what the fuck, what did he do? And then I was like, oh, fuck Wheat. <laughs> God damn it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he, he just watched earlier in the game, he did almost the exact same thing earlier yeah, in the dropped, game. He dropped another one. Yeah, he did. You keep fumbling up. Quit this and fumble down. Hands above the ball. Yeah. Hands above the ball. Luckily, they didn't score on that possession. No. Yeah, exactly. Because then we went down and, and actually, I think, drove the ball down to the 10 and 
drive stall out. We ended up kicking Hoop a field goal. And then, and then we they got the ball back. We held them. And then we got the ball inside the 10. There was a little bit of questionable play calling there before the yeah. end of the half. And then they ended up getting them back and kicking a field goal to tie the game. But but then the opening drive of the second half, they got the ball. And we, yep, we got, they were like third and 18. We held them. It was something like that. And then, and, and <coughs> I'm gonna ask, I was going to make this my, non, my, my sports question. But after they, they punted and we got the ball, and then, of course, Daggy throws that pass, and that was arguably the worst pass interference call I have ever seen in my life. That, and that no, included, no. David Seals against TCU. I think was that worse. was worse. Yeah, I don't know. That guy was actually grabbing David Seals, <laughs> and they caught on Seals. He was. Yeah, but, but yeah, you. I mean, it's all that was played. That call was awful. It was horrible. I mean, it was awful. And that, you know, Iowa State fans after the game were like, "Yeah, you guys got all the calls. Bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah, we, and somebody said we 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 are owed seventeen years with the calls. Mm. So, <laughs> so so we so so yeah, and that added to the to the seventeen years. So we had so you had that terrible call. Then the Full delay start, game. Yeah, delay game. Then the pick six. Then the pick six. That's the worst three-play sequence I can remember. It was, I mean, just miserable. I mean, just miserable. Because like you said, we were we were kicking their ass. We, we didn't show on the, on the score, but physically we were kicking their ass. I mean, Neil Brown said at halftime, he said that their first possession of the second half and our first mm-hmm. possession of the second half is going to tell the, tell the story of this game. And we stopped them. We stopped them, and then we're moving the ball, got that shit-ass call, and throw a pick six, and I'm like, fuck. But as was the theme all game long, we responded. Every time they scored a touchdown, we scored a touchdown. We did. I mean, how how many times have we could say that? Yeah. I mean, really. I mean, real. We got, we got down a, seven nothing. We got down fourteen seven. We got down twenty four to seventeen, and we got down thirty one. And every time we did, it was tied by the end of the next position. It was. I mean, it, how many times did we say? I mean, you text back and forth. We need a touchdown here. We need a touchdown. And, and we we never even had to d- text that. We just did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, we just went down and did it. Yeah. So we got uh, so we got back, and and after that, we went down and and drove the ball down the field, and then Wheaton had that damn as a hell of a catch, man. Yeah, still don't know he caught it. I don't know if he did either. But it, it, as I ruled, could, I couldn't see at, exactly because his feet were almost the same color. I couldn't see his feet yeah. hitting. I, I do think his left foot. Graze the ground. Whether it actually came into full contact with it, I don't know. But he definitely grazed it with it. Yeah. But the fact that he caught that ball yeah. th- with the back end of the point of it falling backwards is just amazing. It was amazing. So, <laughs> so give him credit, credit for just for catching him. the ball. All if it was feet in or not, it was ruled in. Yeah. So that's what matters. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> so then. Uh, so they asked the question, and I was trying to think of it. There's your boy. Look at him. <laughs> He's a little calmed down right now. <laughs> oh, now he's getting fired up. He really like. There he goes. Okay. He looks like David Ince went on like had like seven eight balls in yeah. like a weekend span. And, and, and ain't slept. <laughs> ain't slept. Yeah. Yeah. He is going. He is going to commit domestic violence <laughs> later this evening. But but back to the catch. Do you remember a better catch? They were trying to talk about John him. Pennington against Pitt. Was that's pretty. that's what people want. John Pennington against Pitt. Barry Stills last year with that diving catch. Yeah. Uh, and they probably you know Kevin White's one hander. I can't remember who guess that was. Ed Hill against BC was pretty good. Ed Hill against, but but I honestly don't think it was better physically than that catch. That was a tough catch. That was really a tough catch. That was a really tough catch. Yeah. It, like it wasn't conclusive, but it, like I said, it was yeah. it was a tough catch. They brought up uh, on Sportsline, Perry Larry Fitzgerald's catch. In between Brian King and Pac-Man. And I don't remember. I'm gonna, apparently it was in the end zone. I don't remember. I'll have to go back and look at it. Because uh, Brad Howe, I think, was saying that Brian King to this day, he said he's watched it a thousand times. Can't figure out how Larry carried the ball. Yeah. He was like, I can't figure out how he caught the ball. Yeah. So, so I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember. Because we won that game. So that'd, be, that'd be a three. Yeah. Home game. Yeah. Yeah, it was home game. Yeah. It had to be. Uh, yeah, because that was the same game Pennington made that catch. Mm-hmm. So then uh, they got the ball, and then Hall had that long run, and Purdy scores. And then uh, fourth quarter, and we got down to fourth and three, and it was close. I don't know if we got the playoff. Well, you know, the roll is, when it goes to zero. If if the ball snapped. They look up at the end of the ball snapped, it counts. And he threw that pass to right. Ballsy call, but it paid off. Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't know if that was an RPO. If that was the actual call, yeah. But yeah, that was ballsy. It throw was, that pass. <laughs> so we scored there, and then we uh, that I think that tied it. Right? Mm-hmm. That tied it. I mean, up. 31-31. Yeah, and then uh, then we held them again. 
And then Letty hit that forearm shiver. Man, he hit two guys. Tw- one time in the first half and one guy in the second half. He just knocked some people down. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and then he ended up scoring the uh, go-ahead touchdown. Yeah. To make it 38-30. Did a little dance. Did a little dance there. And then uh, they got the ball again. And then we held them again. And then we got it back. And then yeah, that's where we kind of, I, I don't know. I, I went back and rewatched it. The, the first... The first stanza before we got the first down, I, I was okay with the play calling, and then the the and I didn't even mind the calling a pass to 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 write the ones because I went back and looked and they they were actually playing light. Yeah. But on that one pass, they called the pass to write and he went out of bounds. You can't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you gotta bleed. To, and I you mean, gotta know. You gotta know. You gotta know the time and place. Oh, situation. Yeah, we, we're we're really bad at situational football. Oh shit! It was killing me, but. <laughs> We end up punting, and then they get the ball, and then, you know, Purdy does Purdy. Th- There's that damn Wheaton thing. <laughs> you know, and then Dante Steele's had a hell of a pursuit and stripped him. Yeah. Knocked it down, and then and then they had to have the 10-second runoff there at the end of the game, and, and then they threw the threw the deep ball. Of course, we didn't talk about the fumble, but the, the fumble I, that Breeze Hall had before we scored that last touchdown, I mean, I, I, I re-watched it, and I don't know. I don't either. I really I, don't know. I don't know. But they caught a, a fumble on the field, mm-hmm. and they called It's better than the one time. Who was it that we played against where they reversed it? Cincinnati. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's the, that was the call on the field. And, and the, from, what, from what I understand, they did it right. The, the, the one, one sideline guy called a touchdown. The other called it a fumble. The guy with the side with the call the fumble had the – that's their play call because it, it went off center to the right. So that's his call. So he made the fumble call, so that's the one that is, is on the field, not the touchdown from the other side. So that's that was a play, and the play and that when you take that long to do a review, it's got to stand. It's got to stand because if it's that long, there's you're nothing really, conclusive. Really, really looking at that. Point yeah, now. there's nothing conclusive. You're really, really. So once it got once it got for like you know two timeout breaks, it was time to make a goddamn out. decision. It was. So it was. I mean, it was it was a big win. Uh, I mean, there's no doubt about That's it. That's an understatement. We ended up having two sacks. They didn't have any. Deggy was 30 of 46 for the, 370. The thing about that, he had a couple scrambles. So we dropped back 48 times mm-hmm. and didn't get sacked. Didn't get sacked. Yep. That's unbelievable. Three touchdowns, two picks. One of those obviously wasn't his fault. Letty had 109 yards. We ended up with 122. And again, all we got to do is get to 100. Uh, all we got to do is get to 100. Undefeated at W when he gets to 100 yards uh, rushing. We were, um, this is a big stat. We were nine of fifteen on third down. Nine, they were they were two of twelve. Two of twelve. I think I had that one down. Two of twelve. We were twenty eight to sixteen on first downs. We had more than they did. Well, and, and here's and here's the thing. I think Jen Jennings. It was he brought up this stat. Plays run on first down in the first six games. When our record was two and four, we averaged three point two yards a rush, eight point one yards a pass step, and five, an average of five point five per play. Since then, two and zero in the last two games. We averaged 4.8 yards a rush on the first down, 9.9 yards a pass for an average of 7.3 yards on the first down. Wow, that's big. That's I mean, we said there was a few games that we can't get behind the eight ball. We can't. We don't have the offense for that. Change, you can't do. Daggy is better when he has options. Yeah. When he's limited, we has to throw deep. But the, that said, this is from Chris Anderson, Blue and Gold News. Jared Daggy deep passing, uh, 20 yards in the air on the first six games was 10 of 29. With two DDs and two interceptions, 70.6 NFL passer rating. In his last two games, 8 of 12 with three TDs, no interceptions, and near perfect 149.3 NFL passing rating on passes over 20 yards. That's it. I mean. <laughs> he doesn't have to be great. But, exa- but if, we, if we're better on first down, he has those opportunities. Well, it, it, it condenses the playbook when you get behind a chain. Exactly. You know? I mean, you know, and and, and people can drop do. more. Exactly. He doesn't have those. Even though some of them passed me, you thought we're going to be in completions because he floated up there. But if he has time, we said last week, I think, when he's in the pocket, he has like a 90% uh, uh, grade. Mm-hmm. When he gets pressured, he has like a 40%. Bad. He didn't get sacked one time, nope. and he ended up being the third highest in college football yep. this week. There's a lot of credit to him. Credit exactly. To him. Exactly. We also have Wheaton and Wright both go over 100 yards. And I, I, I mentioned this to you, and I think you concurred. Isaiah Esdell is our most complete receiver. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. 
He does try to go crazy on punt returns when he goes backwards, yeah. but but yeah. He had a good return in this game. Absolutely. He blocks, he catches every fucking Everything comes his way, I agree. I, he's our most complete wide yeah, receiver. He is. He's I, not the most dynamic. No, he's but, not the fastest. Exactly. He's, the he's, just, he's just the guy you kind of – Now, Dave, I got to mention Dave, because Dave, for some reason, hates Sam James. <laughs> and, and I can understand from last year, because I hated Sam James last year. But Sam James had dropped a pass since the first game this year. He has not dropped a pass. Wheaton and White Wright has dropped passes almost every game. That's true. But Wheaton had two drops at least this game. Yeah, exactly. Wright did too. Right. So I'm just saying, I'm just saying that Dave Owen let off Sam James just a little bit. <laughs> is Esdell a more complete receiver right now? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't think James is the trash. Because James, had, he had one catch. Yeah, well, first catch of the game. Yeah. He got the first catch of the game for a first down. And we didn't run any kind of pop passes. We didn't throw. We th- I think we threw one one other pass to him, but it was it was a scramble play, and the, and the guy in front of him knocked the ball down. Yeah. But I think it's the only other time he was targeted. What's your problem, Dave? <laughs> Man. Lay off Sam James. Well, he, he was, he's got a family that he, loves him. He was killing Sam James. I thought... He hadn't dropped the pass. I don't know why he's so mad at Sam James. <laughs> you know, Dave. It was his birthday, so maybe he had a little bit too much birthday juice. Oh, that's right. It was. <laughs> Happy birthday, Dave. Happy birthday, Dave. <laughs> All right. So that brings the. You got anything else on the Iowa State? Are we closing the book? Uh, I just want to. Uh, there's one other stat I wrote down that uh, they only gave up five TDs all in the second half all year, and we scored three. Good. In the second half, that that I think is pretty amazing, and considering, especially considering. How bad our second half offense was leading up to that game. Absolutely. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. We we scored three straight possessions, three three touchdowns in a row. Yep. Um, kudos. Kudos. So here come the Cowboys, ranked number eleven, seven and one, four and one in the league. Mike Gundy's one forty four and sixty eight. Oklahoma State. You got Spencer Sanders who. Only completing 60% of his passes. Yeah. 11 touchdowns, 5 picks. Tay Martin's their big receiver. 36 catches, 529, 4 touchdowns. Jalen Warren, apparently he's a pretty aggressive runner. 850 yards, averaging almost 5 yards a carry. He's got 6 touchdowns. And Malcolm Rodriguez is their leading tackler at 70. They come off a 55-3 win over Kansas. They lost to Iowa State the week before, 24-21. At Iowa State. At Iowa State. They beat Texas at Texas. They also beat Baylor at home. And they beat K-State. They're averaging 29 points a game, giving up 17. 394 yards to 295. They're only allowing 95 yards on the ground, so yeah. that's concerning. We are 2-7 and seven against Oklahoma State since we joined the Big 12, and they have won six straight. Yeah. Oh, man. Six straight. Uh, 2014 is the last time we beat them. Was that the Clint uh... – was that Clint Trickett when he was throwing those bombs? Clint Trickett was the quarterback there. Yeah. yeah. And they came in ranked. They were 11th that year, too. That was the game that uh, – Oh, no, that was the year before. Because the, the – no, the, the game that you're talking about, we beat them was 2013. 13. That was at home. They yeah. were 11th. Yeah. And that was the year we only won four games. But that, that was, was one of them. <laughs> the next year, we went to Stillwater and beat them, I think, 34-10. to 10. We kicked their ass. We ain't beat them since. Yeah. So, I think we're due. I think we're due, too. But – this was not going to be easy. No. Uh, what scares me is they remind me of what I thought we could we could attack Baylor on, is that their quarterback isn't great. He could give you some passes over the middle. He's going to be able to beat you with his legs. They're going to try to run the ball. Their defense is really good. Defense is good. So that, that scares me. That is eerily similar to Baylor. But I do like the fact that we're home. I think the, I think this is going to be a good crowd because Major Harris is going to be there. You know, you know, we talked about the crowd wasn't, wasn't great last week. They were loud when they needed to be. There. And also, you know, they they blame on the weather and all this other stuff. And, and everybody was down a little bit on the Mountaineers. But also, people forget the southern part of the state. Everybody was trick or treating on Saturday. So if you had kids, you probably weren't going up to that game. You were taking your your kids out trick or treating. Yep. I think it's going to be a different story. This game games at three thirty. It's a much more reasonable time frame. And I think if relative to the Baylor game, I think our offense is playing much better than I we. think I think we have made tremendous now their defense is good. No, I mean, good offenses struggle against their defense. So even if we're playing better, we we still might not score a lot. Might not, but but last year and they had they had Tyler <laughs> Wallace, Chuba, Chuba Hubbard. Yeah. And you could argue we should have won that game. Mm-hmm. And we couldn't do dick. Yeah, that was another scoop and score game, yep. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so I, 
I do think we have an advantage being home. I'm, I'm curious to see what uniforms they wear. Neil Brown. They need to wear the same fucking Neil, ones Neil they wore Brown Saturday. Neil Brown says he's... You know, I, I, I found out last couple weeks, Neil Brown is very superstitious. He talk, he, then, he, then we better come out. I was listening to his show. Pants. You know, they didn't give Casey Lay, they didn't announce his scholarship because they didn't want to jinx him because they, they didn't want to put pressure on him. Yeah. To, so they waited until he missed the field goal. We didn't miss it halfway through the year to yeah. tell him. Yeah. And then... uh. And then, like, they asked him, what, a guy called and asked him what visor he was going to wear because he tries to match Neil Brown's visor. And he's like, well, like, if we win a game, I usually like to wear the same stuff. Yeah. He reminds me very much of us when we get superstitious like that. Good. They need to wear that. That's the best but combo we got. I got it. He's like, but the problem is the kids decide. They, they, they vote on it. And those kids like the change in the uniforms. So I'm hoping. I'm hoping to God. It's blue on blue on blue with a blue because uh, it's Veterans Appreciation Day with okay. a with a flag on it. Is it a, is it a blue true blue? We all wear blue. Too. Is, is that well the week? I don't even know. We need to find out because we're going. We, yeah, we're going. So we need to find out what what colors we're supposed to be wearing. But but I'm hoping that's the colors that they pick. With that said, I think it's gonna be tough. I think it's gonna come down to the fourth quarter, and I think we I think we keep them out of the end zone. And we and we actually score, we and we squeak one out on the last second. Casey Leg field goal twenty four twenty three. I got twenty seven twenty three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think we're gonna pull it out. Yeah, Major's number's getting retired. It's my first game of the year. My first game. I'm over two. My so hope you do. Okay. <laughs> I haven't been to a game since at or since Texas at home two years ago. Really? Of course, nobody went last year. Right. And I haven't been to any games this year, so. Yeah, so we're uh, so we're going up, going up. Should be Chance fun. will be there. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna, there's, else? there's a good chance Tom Booth will be there. Too. Oh, gee, Lord have mercy, yeah. help me. I found that out. Well, I don't worry about buying beer. I found that out <laughs> shortly, shortly before the broadcast. I found that out. Should be in the light blue lot. Hopefully, comes in tomorrow. Yeah, that's what it says it should be. So oh, that's right. Yeah, we got, we got that worked out well. Yeah. I got to give a shout out to Jason Steele, the namesake of the show. By the way, I told him that you're working on superimposing his picture into the show. He, yes. He was pretty excited about that. <laughs> he said, that goddamn Josh Jones, that damn son of a bitch. So I got to give a shout out to Jay Bird. He's hooked us up with fantastic tickets again. Yeah, he did. He takes care of us as he always does, but never meet a better guy. Never meet a more wide open guy either. That's a fact. Woo. He's not going up. Nah, he's not, not going to be able to make it up. I think he's got his daughter this weekend. Yeah. So appreciate you, Jay Bird. Absolutely, thanks, thanks, Jason. So, uh, man. so yeah, so that'll be. Well, I'm sure we'll have some stories. Uh I have almost guaranteed we'll have some stories. All right, so. <laughs> we'll take a break. Let's do it. Welcome back to one more, and I'm going home and going to bed. Now that the, I, I guess I just built up like a, a layer of steel on my esophagus. Yeah, that was pretty loud. <laughs> That I think all the sugar is settled in the bottom. Yeah. So this this one could be extra sweet. Well, we get a lot of cavities with this. Yes, that's it. Like I put on a pound. I give test test that to me today because I, I this I was going back to the office today and I was like, I was like I'm taking all this candy. She was like, you're taking all the kids. You don't give them a week to go through it. I was like, no, just get the candy out of the house. I want it out of here. Nobody eats it anyway. No. I mean, nobody eats it. No. Except the dog, if you drop it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't eat candy. I got fucking sit. Yeah, I was like, right a, take it to Jim Lowley. Drop yeah. that shit on. That's all right. <laughs> in the office. So. Yeah, those people be grazing in the office in the break room. <laughs> we didn't even talk about who, what order we're going in. I don't know. You want me to go first? Or you want to go first? Yeah, you go. Yeah, you go first on sports. All right, I'll go first on sports. All right. So, pretty simple question, which I was thinking about because I know what I know. My proclamation I made. Before the season started, about our significant games, my question to you is this: Was our win Saturday over Iowa State bigger than our win over Virginia Tech? Yeah, I, I think for for a lot of reasons. Uh, one, Virginia Tech turned out to suck. Iowa State is still good. I mean, we beat a good team, and that's what I think was most impressive about that victory is that we were we might have all be a better team overall than Iowa State because they got a lot of six year seniors. We were that, but day. we were a better team that day. And, and that's and, a se- that's a season saving win. Exactly, we went from you know beginning of the year we were talking about us winning nine games, you know something along those lines, eight nine games. I think I predicted seven, 
But right now, you know, we get a victory. If we go to a bowl game, I think that's a victory for how the season could have gone and the rebounding of the team rebounded. And and so with all of that said, with all the implications of there was a bowl game on the line, they were a ranked team, they were playing better than anybody in the Big 12. Oh, they, only, they were peaking. Yeah, not only do I think it was the best win this season, I think it was Neil Brown's best win. Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So, I, I mean, there was, there was a lot of reasons why. Now, Virginia Tech... As a Southern West Virginia, is more gratifying. But being Iowa State, they owned us for the last three let, years, let me, was, let me, was close. Let me, let me put it in context. It, it felt, and I, I don't even know if I, yeah, I'm going to say this. Because Iowa State it, it was becoming probably the team that I hated the most in the Big Ten. Oh, yeah. I can't stand Matt Campbell. I can't either. I mean, everybody talks about he's such a great guy and stuff. He's an asshole. Yeah. I, don't, I don't care he's what he's smug, and I, I mean, yeah. before, I think we talked about this last week. He... He'd made some comments about how soft we were and how our fan base is overrated. And Iowa State, you can tell their fan base, their reporters, their newspaper people have some sort of sense of entitlement like they're a fucking blue blood. And I don't yeah. think they had a winning season since he got like Before he got there. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And as soon as he leaves, they're going to go back to irrelevancy. Mm-hmm. I think with those I, ugly-ass uniforms. I think the, the Virginia Tech game was probably more satisfying for me. But I think the Iowa State game was more significant for this season. Absolutely, without a doubt. Not only that, for, for the trust the clown. Yeah, yeah. You, it was hard to trust you, that clown. You lose, you lose that game, and if it, it was a dog fight, so you lose another close game, which would have been right. the fourth close game we lost. Exactly, and there were some of the same things that happened. There was a couple time. There was a couple timeouts. bad timeouts. Clock there was a bad it. interception. Yep. So there was a lot of things that could be spun of 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 back to the same old yep. things. That, that get overlooked now because we won. Yeah. So, <laughs> that are emphasized if we lost. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think I think overall, you know, I think we said two weeks ago, you gotta give me something to get back on that ladder. Mm-hmm. If you want me to trust the climb, I fell off of it. Mm-hmm. You gotta give me something we to fell get back off, on it. I think we had two fingers holding on to one of the rungs. <laughs> I think we're back on it now. Right. I think I think we're back on the because I, I told Tony after we lost the Texas Tech, I didn't want to go to the Oklahoma State game. Mm-hmm. And then the weekend, we're like, hey, we're going to take us to Oklahoma yeah, State game. Yeah, yeah. Got to see Major, get, Major Harris get this uh, number Isn't it amazing time. how that works out? That's what it is. We got tickets, now we got a parking pass. Yeah. I mean, it, just, it all falls in the line. <laughs> it always works out. It all falls in the line. Um, all right, well, speaking of uh, what I just said there about Major Harris, I, uh, one little stat I, w- I want to bring up Major Harris I did not know that I heard this week. Major Harris got right in votes for governor in 1988 really? <laughs> when it was Arch, Governor Archmore ran for re-election against Gaston Caper. Gaston Caper won, but Major Harris got right in votes for, for governor I'm ready, as a college student. I was only 10 years old. <laughs> That's fantastic. So, so, man, I did not know that. Do you have any fondest Major Harris memories? Oh, well, Major Harris was the quarterback for the first game that I ever attended. Which was 1989 against Pitt. Okay, yeah, my game. We, we got up 31 to nine. He had four touchdown passes yep. in that game. And he, unfortunately, we, they, they came, came back, back and tied. tied it, which was an indication of how my Mountaineer career, from an emotional <laughs> standpoint. Yeah, my first Mountaineer game was against Maryland. I can't what year, but it was like it poured rain the entire time yeah. and we lost. So yeah, so I feel you. <laughs> but I mean, I remember watching the, I remember watching the Gator Bowl against Clemson, which was his last game. Mm-hmm. And I think we jumped out seven nothing in that game. He threw a pass to James Jett. I remember. I do remember watching the Penn State game on TV when he had the run on the bus. To yeah, play. that's yeah the one they showed I mean, the highlights that, all the that time. That to me is probably the. That's probably the one that sticks out. Um, he had a, a he ran that freeze option, man. It was just that, that's what I put down that that fake option yeah. where he would run down the, yeah, the, the, the line of scrimmage. And he would fa- and yeah, he would back up and yeah. throw the ball deep to Richie Rivers. Like, oh, yeah. I love that play. Yeah. I have never seen anybody run that. I mean, I've seen people run it, but not like he did. It was just so yeah. effortless how he would just he would take a couple steps down the line and he would just back up yeah. and be able to heave that ball down the field, yeah. which was awesome. It was fantastic. Yeah. I remember the Sun Bowl in the snow when we played uh, yeah, uh, Barry Sanders and, and Thurman Thomas. That's and, the other thing about this weekend, man. Yeah. We got to exactly. get, get a make win that right. against Oklahoma State. Because right. Mike Gunny was a quarterback on that team. Was he really? I, yeah. did, I, I did not realize that. Yeah. I did not realize that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, then we, have, we need to win this yeah, game just for that. Yeah. And another one that, that people talked about, 
But I didn't remember, so I, I looked up some major Harris highlights. There's a pass he throws against Louisville where a guy's hanging on him, and he is literally almost laying down. It was like Patrick, the people like credit Patrick Mahomes, and he throws it 25 yards into the end zone for a touchdown. Did he really? I mean, he was before his time. He was way, he was 10 he years was before, his way time. before his time. He got drafted in the 12th round, had 12 rounds in the NFL. Ended up playing and not going. And uh, he was way, because he was, he was literally the first ever dual threat. Yeah. I mean, they had Tony Rice at, at, at Notre Dame, but, but he like couldn't major. throw like Major. Uh, major had a cannon. Major had a cannon. He, he used to be able to sit on his, his arm knees. wasn't as strong as Chad Johnston, Dave, <laughs> but it was pretty good. <laughs> he could sit on his knees at the 50-yard line and throw through the goalpost. Wow. I mean, that kid, that kid could throw. Yeah. So, I'm looking, I, got, I remember uh, I went to a game a few years back, and Isaac was with me. And we saw Major Harris in one of the you know, the overhang, the, those little, not on the press box areas, but not the pre- uh, you know, you know what I'm talking about when it's covered? In the concourse area? Yeah, yeah, way before you go down, yeah. like you said, lower level. There's the a, field boxes. The field boxes, yeah. So he's he was sitting there, and I was like, dude, that's Major Harris. I was like, Isaac, let's went in there and get a picture real quick. So we went in there, we, we went, snuck by the you know, the person there, especially watching. Well, I was like, Major, man, would you mind if Isaac takes a picture with you? And he's like, oh, yeah. So Isaac said, with him, snapped the picture, it was out. Right. He's just a good guy. He is. Yeah. Uh, Chips is baby mama. <laughs> that was what I was going to say. I, you got a story to tell about well, that? We were, what was that? That was probably five or six years ago. No, it was longer than that. Maybe and, longer than that. Me and What's-Her-Name were still together. <laughs> and we're in the blue lot, and Chips is baby's mom. I don't think he had a kid yet at the time. No. No, they were just they dating were, at the time. He was still, they were courting. Yeah, they were courting. They were courting. Here comes Major. We're all talking. Bill was there. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Major. Ethan was there with Courtney. That's right. We That's took right. pictures with him. And, and Chips' baby mama looks at him and says, is your name really Major? <laughs> Chips was like, I knew right then and there that, that Juliet wasn't going to work out. <laughs> Unfortunately, his penis disagreed with him. It did. <laughs> We're not going to win this round. I don't think we've told that story. We still have not told no, that we story. That's we we got to ask Chip for permission we'll, we'll to tell that, that story. Card. We'll play that card. <laughs> All right, man. You ready for some non-sports? Non-sports. All right. Uh, I'll go first because mine's not very good. Mine's not great, but it's thought-provoking. Um, so uh, this might be one of the worst drinks we've had on the show. It's pretty bad. What's the worst drink you've ever had? The worst drink I've ever had? Appalachian Ale at Dirty Ernie's. Appalachian Ale? I don't even remember it. Oh, my God. It was terrible, Josh. <laughs> Ronnie Taylor used to call it Appalachian ass. <laughs> Why did he order it? I don't know, because they wanted to have something to keep the hippies happy. I don't know. Oh, it's Appalachian ass. I don't know. Oh, man. Oh, Josh was terrible. Oh. We had it on tap. It was on tap. I don't even remember it. We had Honey Brown, Killians. I remember the Honey Brown and Killians. Honey Brown and Killians, Miller Lite, Bud Light, and Appalachian ass. <laughs> oh, good Lord. I remember having a, and I think I might have mentioned on the show, it was, it was some sort of, it was a shot on my 21st birthday, and it was like tequila and hot sauce, and the hot sauce would like, oh. was just floating on top of the tequila, that was awful, and there was, there was also one called the Gorilla Fart, which I refused to do, mm-hmm. and that was basically, they just, they just take a, uh, they just wiped off the bar, and there's been used, and they squeeze it into a shot glass. Fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I am not doing that shot, yeah. <laughs> I, I, re- I refuse to do that shot. Kicking, but, kicking chicken at the Little Village was bad. What was on the kicking chicken? It's Wild Turkey 101. Uh, Jack and Jim Bean, wasn't Jack it? and Jim Bean. Yeah. Oh. yeah, that for Horseman. Amber Ferry was good at pouring those. Oh, man, good. So Great. He's also good at getting me to not drive home. I remember Felicity, when we used to go to Can't Trails all the time, that, that, instead of her coming up to the bar to get shots of, uh, I think it was, it wasn't Jaeger bombs. It was something with Jaeger in it. It was red, red, they were redhead sluts. Well, yeah. they were. She. They would just give her like a whole like like a like a, a mixer. Uh, mixer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were just like here, just take us a to shaker, your table. Yeah, they just here, just take us yeah. to your table, yeah. just pour your own. Yeah. <laughs> but but this, this is going on the list. The, def- uh, the cowboy talk Collins is going on the list. It is definitely going on. Because I hate gin. Remember uh, when uh, on my birthday it was my birthday? Which one? We you had, at, you we had were, a lot of them. We were to Dirty Ernie's and Kelvin. Dr. Kale. Dr. Kale. No fool, no fun, no fuss, no fun. Everybody was buying me shots. He bought me shots of gin. Gin. Who does shots of gin? Dr. Kale. <laughs> is the answer to that question. <laughs> Dr. Kale. 
when he came as Count Dracula for Halloween yeah. that one year. Yeah, for those who don't know Dr. Kale, he was a, a tall black guy, had this big mustache and no teeth, yeah. no front teeth, just those two incisors. So yeah. he, he was like a perfect there. Dracula. He was he was yeah. perfect Blackula. Yeah. He was. <laughs> that's, that's exactly yeah. what he was. He was like post dentist appointment Dracula. <laughs> I just had two teeth pulled. I think Bill's outfit for that party was he had a construction hat. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. That's why yeah. that was his Bill had, that was hey, his extent of his, his outfit. His, his Halloween budget was low that year. <laughs> he didn't have a lot of discretion. He didn't have to worry about spending it on beer on beer. No. Thanks, Phil McClung. Yeah. George Gannon. <laughs> McClung got us on the beer, Gannon got us on the bacon. <laughs> No wonder our profit margin yeah. is so fucking low. How'd that place survive 10 months? I don't know. I have, really have no yeah, idea. We circled the drain for seven. <laughs> yeah. We gotta do a whole oh, show on Dirty Arnie's. Oh, oh boy, we do. We yeah. do. We All do. right, you're done sports. All right, well, here, so we're going up this weekend tailgating. We're picking up chips. So my question to you is this I was trying to, I was thinking about this earlier. Of, of my, my Mount Rushmore of, of tailgaters. <laughs> so I've got I've got Steele, yep. Jason Steele, Matt Chips, and Bill Pennington. Who do we need to add to that list? I, I can't believe I'm going to say this. Don't say Ivy. It's got to be Ivy. Is it Ivy? It's got to be Ivy. <laughs> I mean, the man the man's got he, the guy can drink and he disappears and, and and he can hang for a long time. But once he's done, he is done. The man is going to go to bed. He will. But the, the sometimes in the back of Mindy and, Grubb's car. Yeah, and and I gotta say, and he'll creep up on other people's tailgates. And he's funny. He is funny. Uh, uh, actually, <laughs> he was actually my fourth. I just didn't. I couldn't bring myself to say it. I wanted to make you say it. I wanted to make you say it. Hey, now we got a lot of good people tailgating with a lot of good people. Oh yeah. But I, I, I I'd have to throw in. I have to throw in Ivy in that in that mix. Just because when he has showed up for games, there's been a story to go with. There has been a story. <laughs> there's usually a story. And that's and that's that's a sign. Did he for, good... did the year we played Auburn? Did he forget his ticket? Is that no? What he had. He, he was in the game. He was in the left, game, but he had an extra ticket. He had an extra ticket. Forgot, forgot about it. He had that's an extra ticket. Okay. And he didn't really. He couldn't go back in. Yeah. So he slept in the ditch. Yeah. And then he got up and he creeped on somebody else's tailgate yeah. and was watching the game on TV. <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've lost Ivy before. He he got disappeared from the Auburn game. I mean, there's been there's been stories of tale for Ivy Tuckett. There has been stories. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the that's probably the four. Yeah, that's that, that's, four. that's a that's an interesting four. And I'm I'm sure if there was more tailgates with some, I bet you Phil McClung would be great. You know, tailgating we we tailgated with him more, but we really haven't tailgated with him a long time. Casey Legs actually went back in his drinking day was great. Was Phil good. back in his drinking day he was, was good. great, was but it's tough to beat that four. That's that's pretty good for. That's pretty good for right there. Pretty good for. Yeah, absolutely. we gotta keep chips in check as well. Nobody in the slow group has really hung out with Jason Steele when he's been drinking, and there was there was nothing like it. No, I mean you can't even you can't even compare it no. to anybody in the slow group. Anybody in in your uh, a college group, there was nothing like Jason Steele. It's a whole different. He is place. one of a kind I've, I've in so many ways. I have I have been with him on many excursions. <laughs> And I've witnessed the shit, mm-hmm. and I still don't fucking believe it. No, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it, it's. I mean, just when you think you've seen it all, you see a little, little bit more. Right, exactly. And, and you're gonna see something different every time. I mean, it's it's. He asked me today. He said I was talking to him. He was giving me hell because I guess it was there was some confusion about whether or not he actually told me I could have these tickets. <laughs> So when I went to pick him up, his receptionist was there. She said, Jason told me to tell you to call him. He said, you're like a woman. <laughs> I said, why am I like a woman? She said, because you had a conversation yesterday, and he didn't reach a conclusion, but you did. <laughs> and I said, did you tell her? I, said, I told her I know Jason Steele. I said, yeah. I said, I know Jason. So I called him. He said, now, goddamn you, Vargo. That's the first thing he said. I said, what? He said, you need three tickets? And I know he was just bullshit. Yeah. I know he was going to hook me up. And I offered him, and he never takes money. He won't take money. But And I said, Jay, he said, Vargo, he said, let me. And then we started talking about some of the stuff he'd done and this and that. And he said, Vargo, what do you think would happen? He said, what do you think would, would I'd, where I'd be if I was 6'6", 240 pounds? I said, right now, I said, I'd be talking to you through a glass door on the phone. <laughs> I said, because you'd be incarcerated. <laughs> 
Because you'd be you'd have killed somebody by now. <laughs> He said, do you think so? He said, I said, yeah. Said, You're probably right, JV. He said, I, he said, they say dynamite comes in small packages. I said, yeah. You're a fucking TNT powder keg. Yeah, he does it. He's like a little nuclear bomb. <laughs> TNT doesn't even do it justice. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. All right, one more of these, and I'm going to go home and drink some tums. Let's beat the Cowboys. All right, one more, I'm going home, I'm going to bed. One more, I'm going home, I'm going to bed. <laughs>